Smith Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. 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 Distraction. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Will, host of Distraction Podcast, the podcast where I teach you about some little everyday thing that everybody knows about. You've experienced it, but you don't know the details and origin and history behind that thing. And so tonight, I got a suggestion from Facebook from Jeff Ruiz, who wants to know French about- fries. Please say French fries. No, oh my God, I haven't even started. I haven't even told you what we're going to talk about yet. Who are you? What? What? Like we're just six episodes in. I'm the I'm the character that Walt Disney created for Ronald McDonald, but it didn't get to the final draft. Hold on, they asked you're me? like a preview before the movie. Yeah. I love it. I'm Wait. like I'm like I look like Steamboat Willie, or. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Steamboat Willie there, the bad guy. Yeah, I'm I'm the McDonald, but it's it's I would have been Ronald McDonald that. Bastard. Like, a, a Steamboat was Willie the name of the boat, or was Willie the bad guy? I can't remember. But if the bad guy, you are like, I mean, you do resemble the bad guy who I think was Pete eventually in uh, Disney lore, who became Pete, the yeah. big the big bad dog or whatever. Yeah, all I know is that I exist to fulfill one purpose, and that is to advertise junk food. Okay. So. Now, I, can't, I, I had no idea that Disney was tapped to make the original Ronald McDonald. That, that is some fascinating trivia. I mean, why would they? Was it because McDonald's was trying to have a wholesome family image or what? See, like what you're asking me is if I were to ask you about your own God, you know, you can only give so <laughs> many answers. Uh, so. Do you believe in your own God? Do you believe in well, Disney? Of course. I, I came from something, didn't I? I'm a 2D animated figure, so I can really only draw the footsteps back to one solution of my creation. And it must be that somebody created me this so. is blowing my fucking because mind because right i look like steamboat willie i've deduced <laughs> that my dad is well well to god I so guess you don't know you don't know you're you so if your dad is god then that would technically mean that mcdonald's willie is jesus in this scenario yeah but he's he's kind of like a an arc uh he, he uh he's a foil to me okay okay i don't like him okay he's what i could have been and i am not him Okay. So. Okay. I got you. So you are not Ronald McDonald. Start McDon- the movie. Start the movie. <laughs> Is it French fries? I still it's don't not, know. It's I'm not French. It's not French fries. Oh my God. That was fascinating. No, Jeff Ruiz wanted to know about drink umbrellas, the tiny little miniature paper cocktail umbrellas, uh, otherwise known as a paper parasol originally. So I'm going to tell you all about the history and origins of drink umbrellas, umbrellas being used in tiki style drinks, also known as the paper parasol. Speaking of Disney, have you ever been to the tiki room? Yeah, I've been that to the tiki is room. The trippiest who are place you i've ever been i'm just a mom yeah yeah you seem I'm like just a mom brenda okay I'm just brenda. a mom and i just want to take uh, well, my kids how do you know what trippy place can i ask you you use the word trippy, trippy. that means yes. like that's that suggests that you've experienced some hallucinogenic drugs before Wait. brenda uh barbara here another mom <laughs> yeah. have you been to that other trippy place the rainforest cafe <laughs> Yes. Have you been to the one in that mall? I think in Chicago. I don't remember. Do you remember when we went? Mm-hmm. It was trippy. I tripped. No, hold on. Did you guys have you guys done mushrooms together, or have you? Are you doing hallucinogenic drugs to deal with the stress of parenthood? What is happening? Why do you keep using the term trippy? It's not even a cool term to use anymore. That's kind of a far out question. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> 
we we haven't done psychedelic drugs per se. Okay. But, uh, have you ever heard of a runner's high? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you're. I very don't think it's the same. Dehydrated and tired. Yeah. And then we go eat at various uh, extravagant exotic restaurants. Like. The Rainforest Cafe, which is uh, as chain and normal as it gets. If you go to P.F. Chang's when you haven't drank water all day, that's quite an experience. Yeah, it's very salty, I guess. I guess, I don't know. I Actually, I've never done any hallucinogenic drugs, mushrooms, or LSD, or acid, or anything. So I don't know if the the, the uh, effects of dehydration are directly uh, correlated and similar to those of taking mushrooms or not. I don't know. Brenda, do you have you taken drugs? She is out. Oh, she, was, she was out I, on like a long ass trip. I think just then. I spaced out for a minute there. What were you seeing? I was in the tiki room. Oh god! Have you guys ever been there? Yes. The Shut up, place. ladies. Get out. Get out. I hear. I hear they they're giving Disney gift cards away in the in the lobby there. I'm going I mean, to P.F. Chang. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna have a great time. You're gonna see the devil, man. So uh, these uh, drink umbrellas, the paper parasols, were created in 1932, and they were actually uh, uh, made in China as just sort of a decoration, and they were made out of a paper, a toothpick. Sorry, I'm late. I'm just blowing in. It was a chilly one out there today, so I'm sorry. I'll I'll just take my tiny little seat on the table here. Oh. Well, you are a tiny little thing, oh, aren't you? Oh yeah, I I have uh, I. Are you you're the? It's an actual little umbrella. It, oh my gosh! Yeah, it it was it was raining and I, I was about to leave for for work, but my wife said, "Hey, hey you're you're gonna want to you want to grab I, this." I again, this is the second week in a row where I am freaking the fuck out because last week we had the cotton buds who were sentient and now the paper umbrellas are sentient. I had no idea in this world that so many little tiny things had souls and life behind them. I'm talking right now by flapping open and closed. I can see that. It's freaking me out. I feel like I just ate at P.F. Chang's. I'll be honest. (laughs) I I move by by flapping away and that is also how I talk. And you have the institution of marriage among Uh the uh, paper parasol community society. If I want to move, if I want to move around, I move like a jellyfish, but I also make noise. So (laughs) let me just go over here. (laughs) Oh man. Another one. How does this happen? I'm I'm just a small paper straw. Oh God. I've always looked across the glass to you paper umbrella and I've always wondered what would happen if we got together. Well, you know that I'm seeing someone already. I'm I'm married to one of those tiny little toothpick swords. Okay. All right. Listen, I'd love to get into the uh tiki garnish uh love triangles, but uh this is not uh, the this podcast for us. I'm just talking about actually paper umbrellas uh which uh, were created in 1932 in China as decorations. Now, you're like, oh, how did they become garnish for tiki drinks? Did I take decorations this year? Who are you? Oh what God. are you talking... What do you, This is... Uh, how would I know? This is a podcast studio. Oh, I think that's against my HOA uh, covenant. Yeah, it is. You're only allowed to have uh, Christmas lights up for 90 days, according to most HOA covenants, from the day that you put Holy them up to... Holy cow. I <laughs> may be over... <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost Christmas again. Oh, is it? Oh no, then I'm early. No, oh, that's God. also illegal. What? It's illegal to be early you too. You can't be early. You can't be late. What the hell is this world coming to? Well, the world just wants to be on time, perfectly on time. I don't see anything wrong with that. 
So what are you going to do? You're going to get get how about you get out of here and go take your Christmas decorations down or maybe just hide them, you know, tuck them under or something and uh, and just pull them out later. Maybe you could put a fence up or wh- whatever. Hmm. You thought about that? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I thought about hiding, tucking, pulling it out later. Oh God, no, th- no, this is sorry, this has gone beyond your Christmas decorations. Just go, just go find a way to take care of that. So the H, by, by the, you have a terrible HOA, by the way, because it is. Uh, if they've not, is there said a any, good, is there such a thing as no, a good HOA? No, there's not. They're all god awful. Yeah. But yours actually doesn't give a shit, which is uh, surprising because uh, most of them would be on day ninety one there with a fine for you. So uh, I hope he gets his uh, Christmas decorations taken down and doesn't get that fine, which would be significant at this point. Uh, so these uh, these like little uh, novelty umbrellas were created in China, and uh, they kind of floated around the South Pacific as, as decorations. And during World War II, uh, a lot of the soldiers who were serving in the South Pacific would come across these things. And uh, there was one guy in particular... Um, who is called Don the Bean? I can I get a bourbon. This is not a bar. Oh, uh, but yes, I mean. I just got back from war. See, and I. Uh, which war? Uh, the war on drugs. <laughs> from the eighties. So yeah. you just got back. This is like a. Uh, no, it's a real year. war though. It's happening. Guns, death. People are. It's it's a real thing. The I, war on drugs. Well, I just like needed uh, something to take the edge off at the end of a long day. You know, I'm a soldier and I gotta follow orders. And every once in a while, I just wanna feel numb you know yeah no i get it yeah if i had a bourbon i'd give you a bourbon i i don't have drinks here i'm just this is just a podcast i'm trying to record you got any whipped cream no what what how would that take the edge off the aerosol containers (laughs) okay get out of here no i don't have any kind hey it's brenda have you ever thought of running (laughs) (laughs) yeah why don't you go talk to brenda i've I've been running yeah from from for the law actually for quite a while so <laughs> with the law uh, familiar towards the danger yeah, yeah no well brenda tell him how like how, how can he take the edge off with running well what you can do mm. she's in sorry, a psychedelic I spaced, I spaced uh, coma right now what I forget. happened i'm sorry say, have you ever been to the tiki room <laughs> yeah how about you take uh this guy to the tiki room and you uh get dehydrated and eat some pf changs and go crazy that'll take We're his edge off nice. there you go Never thought you'd meet a lady here, did you? Uh, but, but I think she's married, so be careful around that situation. So uh, the soldiers saw these novelty beach umbrellas or whatever that were floating around the South Pacific, and uh, there was I saw a lot more than novelty beach umbrellas. You are an old ass man. I saw things that you can't believe I ever saw. Well, I wouldn't know what they were because you saw them. You'd have to tell me <laughs> what you saw. You wouldn't want to know because once you've seen what I saw, you can never unsee it. Well, I wouldn't really see it. I would just hear you describing if it. If I described it, then you would see it in your brain. Yeah, but it's not like paradox. you. It wouldn't be so... Uh, Much like the movie Tenet. Have you seen it? It screws your mind. No. <laughs> Did you go? You still get out to the movies at your age? Oh, it's the only place I feel safe. <laughs> Shut the doors, make it dark. That sounds like the opposite of safe for you. I feel like the PTSD alone would be traumatic for you at a movie like Tenet. You're right. There isn't a safe place in this world. <laughs> Except the tiki room. Uh, oh, I feel so safe and nice. Yeah, you know, the singing birds and everything. Yes. 
Um, they call it to you. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, actually, they're giving away Disney gift cards in the lobby if you want to go out there. Uh, there's a couple. There might be a couple ladies out there still who could help you get there. Oh, all right. Okay, just take it slow. Take it slow, Grandpa. Oh, I I hope I never have to see the things he saw because it sounds really scary. Uh, and I'm glad he didn't describe any of those to us. Uh, there was a guy named Don the Beachcomber, and that was more of uh, a nickname for him. And he was in the Prohibition era. He traveled the world. He exotic locales, and uh, in the South. Don never went anywhere. Who are you? I'm Brad the Beach Brusher. Brad the Beach Brusher. Yeah. Okay, so you're not Don the Beachcomber. You're no. Brad the- okay. Don never really combed anything. Uh, well. Okay. Or if he did, it only became because I was there brushing it first. Well, oh, you. Wait, what are you talking about, dude? Why? It's me, Andrew the Beach Detangler. Huh? <laughs> what? And I, I've been hitting the beaches way harder than you have lately. What do you have to show for it? Good. Look, I don't spend my time a whole lot there. I just kind of brush on through, all right? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, brushing. Like, that's real hard, dude. Real hard. Real well, good somebody's stuff. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, well, somebody's got to do tank detangling, too, dude. And it's way more scary. You know how, like, roofers are, like, the number one top deaths per year of any job that's because that detangling isn't technically a job it's a service that is true this is steve i'm a roofer and i have died three times <laughs> oh Just no wanted to bring that back who brings you back to the life fact. each time uh the the the, the ground crew <laughs> oh, have you we're been the roof crew then the ground crew? Hey, we're called yeah. landscapers, Steve. Oh no, oh. are you are you Lenny the landscaper? I'm Lenny the landscaper, <laughs> and I'm also a- an EMT. And you haven't technically died because we saved you. Yeah, you don't you. do anything. It's we, the roofers that do everything. Oh, the roofers. Okay, the, yeah. I'm seeing a parallel we argument the just like the two beach guys over here. Well, hey, leave Steve alone, man. He's just kind of brushing up there, up there, right? No, I'm, I'm team landscaper, dude. Of course you would be. Yeah. You don't get your hands into the real dirty work. Whatever. Okay, guys, how about you take this uh, outside? In fact, you can have a competition across the street. There's a playground that has a play box or a sandbox, and uh, you guys could go in there and see who's better at doing the the scraping or the detangling or the or the brushing. All you right. know, you it can see what happens. It's definitely gonna be the sandbox. Detangle landscape squad. <laughs> Uh, that'll be neat. We we should find out how that goes later. And so uh, the there was a tiki. Uh, just a craze that happened after World War II because uh, the we came out of the depression uh, that happened and then well, I'm already in. Uh, I I just uh, my name is Leroy and uh, I'm part of the homeowners association. Of, oh no, uh, Glendale residents and um uh-huh i uh, we, we are just on the look i'm also a cop full disclosure i have to tell you that as a cop you don't uh, have to full disclosure actually, we are looking thing, for an assailant who has left his decorations up for quite a while <laughs> and, wouldn't uh, you know i mean yeah as a home as a homeowners association person you would have a list of all the homeowners and well, see, and not only that, we also know where he lives <laughs> because we know his house. Uh, but uh, the problem is he hasn't been there in a while. So, Well, he was just here. 
He was just oh, here. He, oh, he okay. Well, then I guess that yeah, makes he, you uh, an accomplice to a crime. No, I actually uh, uh, told him to go take his decorations down. I sort of did your job. Okay. Well, it is still a crime, you know. You you can't write, a, you know, if 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 you murder someone, you you still murdered it, you know. Yeah, you can bring did, him back to life. I didn't life. murder anybody. I just heard a murderer say he murdered and I said, "Go turn yourself in." Mm. Well, go I said, "Go clean up the body and tell somebody you did it." All right. Well, I guess I'll let you slide on that, but so uh, <laughs> do, do you have any idea where he might have gone? Yeah, he just went out the back door there. All right. To the tiki room. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, he might be in the lobby. I, I couldn't remember. There's been a lot of people through today. Might be in the lobby getting a Disney gift card. Well, thank you. You've been very helpful. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh my God. They're really coming hard. I mean, that is a late, late investigation, but they're coming hard after this day. Oh. Hey, Damn it. What? Damn it! What are you doing here? Oh, I I I tucked it and I can't get it. I can't oh, get for it the love of God! <laughs> I, didn't I haven't been able to get home yet. The cops are after you. The what? Co the cops. Son of ah, I can't run. Son of untuck. Ah. Untuck. I'm trying. What? <laughs> the man. I didn't. I meant to put his decorations behind something. I didn't mean to like put his his genitals between his legs. And now he's just a debilitated man who's now going to get busted by the HOA cops. I feel partially responsible, but I can't control these sorts of things. So anyway, um, we were talking about drink straw or drink umbrellas. I've been distracted so much uh, this show. And so uh, they brought these novelty items back from the South Pacific. And the Don the Beachcomber was actually the first person to import these things and start dealing them. And he w started opening tiki bars. And there was one famous tiki bar that he opened in Hollywood called, uh, well, Don the Beachcomber. His real name was Ernest Raymond Beaumont Gant. Pepper! <laughs> Salt! Condiments, get your condiments here. Oh wow! It's, Anybody uh, need condiments? Uh, I'll no. I'll take some you, paprika. Oh, sure. I got lots of paprika. There right, you go. Thank you. Who orders paprika from a? a that'll be that'll be twenty cents, sir. Ding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had exact change. I don't carry change ever, so that's amazing to me. Uh, what kind of, what kind of condiments or seasonings would you like, sir? Well, I I don't really need any seasonings. I'm just <laughs> trying to record a podcast. <laughs> Should what? I order? You don't need any seasonings. No, I'm not eating anything right now. <laughs> what? 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 Are, does, is this podcast studio? Is this <laughs> is, is this studio now having uh, a a, a, a what's it called? A barking condiment man up and down the halls? Yes. Why? Why are you acting like this is weird? Well, it is weird. Like usually, now, you see it at, at football stadiums or you know shows. You have people selling cotton candy. I've never seen a condiment barker before. Huh. Well, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> how else are you gonna get your condiments? You know, if, well, they usually if somebody's it, selling hot dogs or nachos, that makes sense. Who's gonna be walking around selling the the toppings, if you will? Who they don't That's sell me. them. They usually just build the the price of the condiment into the hot dog, oh, and what? then they give away condiments okay, for okay, free. Okay, well, I see why you might think that, but you see, my condiments <laughs> and my seasonings are premier. Okay, they're top tier condiments, and you're as soon as you here, just take a taste. All here, right? give me you're your be best convinced. condiment. Give me your best condiment that I might have had before. Right, hold on, let me make a so I concoction. Right, a I don't need a concoction. Right, a well, how am I supposed to tell? How am I supposed to differentiate the condiment if you just cinnamon sugar? Wait, wait. Okay. Mustard and relish. Oh God. Okay. There you go. Take take a load of that. Look at that. That is a that looks like a, a 
dog food right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to eat a concoction of cinnamon, sugar, mustard, and relish. It'll change up. your life. You're going you're, you're, you're to try it. You're going to say, it. How, how come I've been eating all of this free condiment stuff this whole time? You're, you're gonna, your mind is going to be blown. Try okay, it. I will try this dog bowl full of mixed up condiments. Well, don't snort mm. it. No, it's... I just can't no. when I no, okay. when I take a bite. Full experience. I take no. a breath first so I can have enough oxygen to enjoy. Yeah, what do you think? It tastes like a bunch of fucking condiments yeah, mixed yeah, together. Yeah, it, like, it tastes oh. like a bunch of dollar fifty condiments. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, can I? I would have. I don't know if they're any better or worse than normal condiments because they're all mixed together with flavors I don't normally combine. Mm, it's like taste the rainbow type of thing uh, that is disgusting <laughs> i hate this i hate this i don't know why that, men's get you, i don't know why the studio hired a, a, a premium condiment barker but that is uh, just get the free ones the let just take it from me i know this is about drink umbrellas just use free condiments it's not any better that way and so these drink umbrellas were part of south uh, uh south pacific uh, novelty imports that Don the Beachcomber, also known as Ernest, would bring in, and he started opening tiki I bars. I never <laughs> South Pacific, and yeah. I feel so uh, bad about that. I feel like I've. Are you looking out. for the, uh, the the musical history podcast down one more studio down? It's just more. It's the confession booth. It's just one of those that it's like, oh, I have never I've never seen South Pacific. I've never seen Phantom of the Opera. I've never watched a Kardashian show. <laughs> They're not the same. Kardashian, well, two of those are famous musicals, and one of them is, is trash TV that actually just got canceled. It just got canceled? Yeah, Damn you'll it, never see I'll it. I'll never get to see <laughs> yeah. it. I feel yeah. like I've missed the whole thing. I've never been yeah. to Disney. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know what? You should check out the Tiki Room. But before you do, go running. Get dehydrated, eat some P.F. Chang's, and why not top it off with a concoction of the highest-end condiments you've ever had? There's a guy out in the hallway now just selling these condiments. It's your first step to getting to Disney and trying something new. The condiments. I love condiments. It's interesting that that lady uh, brought up South Pacific because there was a tiki craze in South Pacific. The musical was actually created around the same time that people uh, coming out of World War II and the Depression saw tiki culture as an escape from reality. And as uh, mi middle class incomes became more disposable, people wanted to travel to tiki-like locations. And if they couldn't get to the beach, uh, they had the bars Have that people ever, were open. Have you ever just disposed of your income? Who are you? No, I don't. Have you ever liquidated your funds? <laughs> uh, no, I keep, them, I keep them secure in investments and in the bank. I don't need, I don't, haven't had the reason to liquidate them. I don't need liquid usually. Hmm. Interesting. Well, do we have a deal for you? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't I don't think I'm going to buy uh, in, but uh, we're, the, we're the unsmart investors. Yeah. <laughs> how, how picture this. Is yeah. unsmart yeah. is unsmart yeah. your brand name or is that your last name? No, that, we have to officially tell you. Yeah. What we are. Exactly. Just like how cops it's have to tell you, yeah. if, you if, they, <laughs> yeah. if you ask them. They don't. How does this sound, yep. okay? Well, Sounds money. Money just all the time. You yeah. can just use it. Mm -hmm. I love to. I love that. I love to use money all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm well, in. Then you're gonna love our our business. Uh, <laughs> basically, you put money into an account that we manage, mm -hmm. and then that money is through the power of the internet. Uh, you can use that money mm -hmm. uh, at various 
locations that yeah. that use our services. My bank as well. does that now. Uh, currently, we have uh, Kellogg's uh, is is mm-hmm. yeah. accepting. You our mean like currency. Uh, Frosted Flakes? Well, that that is not Kellogg's entirely, but no, I mean yeah. that's how I know them. You mean oh, okay, the the yeah. food company? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. else does Kellogg's make, by the way? Um, honey smacks. <laughs> Max Are you sure? What? Well, th- describe the entire Kellogg's portfolio. <laughs> Since you manage their money, I would be. You must know them pretty intimately, right? They also have a mini wheat frosting. <laughs> yeah. They 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 have rainbow stars, marshmallows with golden oats. Okay. So anything? No, they do more than breakfast. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask. They seem like a larger company than that. Yeah. They they have a condiments branch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Premium condiments. (laughs) Okay. Make a good paprika. Mm -hmm. Are you guys here because of the condiment barker? Is that why you guys are initially? No, no. We're we're here to change your life. Okay. I don't. I'm uh, not interested, guys. All you do is you transfer all of your American money into Mm -hmm. uh, unsmart investor Bitcoin money. (laughs) Unsmart Bitcoin. The, the best part is, yeah. The best part is, most people feel like they feel like their money ties them down, mm. like it's their identity, yeah. and so that's why we put your money under a different name. It's very, <laughs> oh, no, very, very no. This sounds very, very. very I mean, uh, unsmart. Yeah. That's your family name, yes, but also literally not smart at all for me to do. I'm not going to do this, guys. I'm sorry. I appreciate you taking the time to. I, I'm open too, you know. I'm open-minded. I'm willing to consider alternative investments, but uh, this sounds like you're just going to take my money. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't sound like that's how it's. Yeah. There's actually we, a, a we couple of you. morons running the musical podcast one door down who would totally go for this. I promise you, because they're theater people and they know nothing about how to properly plan their finances. Oh. Just like our crowd. Yeah, theater people. <laughs> that's our crowd. Yeah, get in over there, wow. see you, fellas. The unsmart investor brothers. That was great. Um, and so Don the Beachcomber was uh, dealing kind of this, these novelty items from the South Pacific, and he started opening tiki bars in Waikiki, Hawaii. And there was a bartender there named Harry Yee. And so if you read the history of... Hey, hey. How are you? Mm, fine. That is good to hear. Hey, have you heard from Stan Lee in a while? Sorry, I pronounced it. It's just Stanley now. You know, like a one name like Madonna. Stanley. Yeah. Are you guys still friends? You're in that club where you only have one name. Mm. They have two names. What? No, no, his name is. Who are you? Well, I'm the guy. I'm the guy hosting this podcast, and my listeners are trying to learn about drink umbrellas right now. Holy cow, that's a long name. That yeah, that's. I don't know if I can. That's that's all one name, but that's cool. No, it's uh, those were all separate words in a sentence. That was uh, then a complete thought, I think. Right. Is anybody going to ask what my name is? Yes, of course. What's your name? It's Brady. Oh, Brady. Harry. Harry. Or uh, Harry Yee. Harry, yeah. well, speaking well, of... Well, it doesn't seem like you can join our club, so... Mm-hmm. No, I can't. I don't have that kind of name. So Harry Yee was a bartender in Waikiki, and uh, he's actually credited uh, as being the first bartender to add... Credit? Now, yes. Part of, the, part of the Unsmart Investor Group, you don't need credit. Okay, no, get out of here. I told you to go pray on the theater podcast, on the musical podcast. Thank you, though. I appreciate... I appreciate you coming back a second time. That's what true predator predators do. They just are persistent. So uh, I think that's going to be good for you guys. 
Uh, and also, why to, am I endorsing I Predators? Confess, I've never seen the Predator movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. I feel like that. I, 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 although I did see Predators, and I was lost. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I, I can't remember which one that came in in the group. Okay. Before. Okay, there's a movie podcast, too, that's, uh, that, that doesn't record tonight, but uh, come back tomorrow. Okay. I think they're in tomorrow. You guys can talk about that. And so Harry Yi used the uh, the umbrella, the paper umbrella, the paper parasol, to garnish uh, the cocktails in the tiki bar in the Hilton Waikiki first. But then Don the Beachcomber also opened up a bar, uh, his name being Ernest for real, in Hollywood called Don the Beachcomber. And they also started using cocktail umbrellas and probably uh, slightly before Harry Yi did, but Harry Yi gets the credit because that's, uh, where they were popularized in 1959. Oh no! Hello there, boys and girls. Is this an alien? Are you an oh, alien? No, this is Mary Poppins. Oh shit! Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize here. you. It's been yep. so long. Yep. Have a little bit of a different accent nowadays, but that's fine. It's fine. You're old. Yes. Yes. I just do need to make a little uh, disclaimer for everybody out there. If, okay. Uh, as I know, I. I use the umbrella to travel, and my sister, mm-hmm, oh, gosh. You have a sister? Yeah, well, I, I had a sister. <laughs> oh, no. Betty what Poppins. A- Betty Poppins? She, she chose the paper umbrella for her umbrella. <laughs> oh, God. She didn't make it. So oh, God. Please, all you magical nannies out there, please, please, please. Can I ask you, why did she start so? Why did she start from a height? Why didn't she try to open the paper umbrella on the ground and then get lifted up like you do? It seems like, why would she have jumped from a height with that instead of just seeing if the paper umbrella was magical first we're a poppins that oh. nothing ever makes mary sense in our poppins, world it's me the sentient tiny umbrella mary poppins oh. how dare you show your face to me again <laughs> after what you did to, to my master to my mother you, <laughs> you convinced her she could fly but you knew that only you had the power <laughs> you murdered oh. you murdered your sister this um, is a witness i can i can God. fly but i can't carry the weight of a full-grown woman <laughs> Responsible for her death, I couldn't carry her. We need the HOA, please. Just remember, feed the birds. Toppins a bag. Would a murderer feed the birds? Would you? Yes. Would you? No, I feel like you were. It was a sibling rivalry. You couldn't stand not getting attention. Maybe Betty was up and coming, and uh, she had something going on with the paper parasol oh, there that I'm was popular. Just, just a spoonful of sugar. I've had enough of out of you. I'm going to go get that hitch. Take her medicine, please 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 Give her her medicine. But don't keep her eye on oh, her. She's, she's crafty. She's escaping no, through no. the umbrella. Oh, no. Please. That is crazy, guys. The, uh, Mary Poppins had a sister that she murdered, and there is a sentient witness that is a parasol umbrella that we met earlier. That's why he's so crabby. Boop, it's me again. Hi, uh, did I hear somebody in need? <laughs> yes, there. Mary Poppins was here. The lady, the uh, nanny on the umbrella, oh, sure, she sure. confessed to a murder. She oh, killed She killed her sister, Betty Poppins. Oh. Okay. Convinced her she could, she had magic when she didn't with the paper parasol. Okay, so, uh, yeah, remember earlier when I said that I was a cop? Um, you see, that might have been hyperbolized. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I am a cop I of knew the it. neighborhood. I knew uh, it. You're a, you're a neighborhood patrol officer, volunteer. Uh, it, it, I have a 
uh, certification. From which what? You might call a badge. Uh, what? What I'm, kind of badge? Is it, you make have, it yourself? It, it was a paper certificate that I cut into the shape of a badge. But uh, you... nonetheless, I <laughs> do have authority. Uh, so unless this murderer uh, committed her crime inside of the neighborhood, the I, premises of it the is out of yeah. my <laughs> jurisdiction. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, okay. I, Thank. I, then get out. We can hey, this is well. Steve the Roofer, man. What the hell are you doing, just walking around the neighborhood? Let us do uh, our job. So, oh, son of a. Oh! It's me, Andrew, the landscaper, and EMT. I'll save you yet again. Andrew, save me. <laughs> oh, man. Stay Bring him back. Stay yeah, that's good. That's exactly what you're supposed to There. You're great if at I have to save you for a fifth time, you're only, no, you've only got four lives No, left. it's okay. i got to get back on the roof. I got some guy hired me to take down. Don't go up there. There's a murderer. Mary Poppins just floated up there with her oh, umbrella. Damn. Mary Poppins up of her. No, she's a murderer. Oh, God, no. No, stop, stop. Just take him. Call an EMT. Just take him. That's me. It's my. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Good Samaritan law. Don't I like have to intervene or something if I'm qualified? I think that's the thing. I don't think I don't think you have to. I don't really. There's no law. That's it's just good Samaritan. Do no harm. Hey, yeah, guys. I I mean, I really I want to be sensitive to the situation that there's somebody dying here. But I really I hired this guy to take my uh, decorations down, and if they're not going to come down, <laughs> I am going to get a letter from the HOA. I cannot have that happen. Oh God. Uh, are you uh, are you untucked? Oh no! I just went ahead and just I just keep everything. Uh, <laughs> There, I'm good with it now. Okay. Yep. In fact, I sewed it up. Is it's it just, <laughs> just that way they won't be able to identify you, right? <laughs> yep. Good. <laughs> All right, get out, everybody. Get out. Uh, so Don the Beachcomber also started serving drinks at his tiki bar in Hollywood, and um, and there were like, why did you choose the umbrella, right? And, and people thought that there was a scientific reason behind the umbrella, like, oh, these bartenders who were uh, pushing tiki culture had a reason behind it. Like maybe the umbrella, because the, this was served in sunny, hot weather, kept the uh, ice in the shade and therefore kept your drink colder longer and therefore your alcohol stayed fresher or it didn't evaporate. Well, that's all bullshit. That is not right at all. It turns out that this was simply just a fun decoration that was used. And in fact, what is going on? What is going on? Oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I making a lot of noise? Yes. Yes, I'm trying to record a podcast. I'm very nearly through this story about drink umbrellas that my listeners have desperately wanted to hear about. I'm so sorry. I'm a statue, and I've just been in... I've been very still for a long time. I finally decided I should, you know, get up and go because I, what if kind I'm of being statue? honest, I was kind of bored with the conversation. I'm the kind of, uh, I'm I a bust. I don't have any arms. But I, I have, like, the pedestal that I'm on, I can also control that because it's part of me. So that's kind of so what you're, like, hopping making, around. You're, like, on yeah, a pogo stick, like uh, a cement pogo stick. I really didn't want to get in anybody's way. No, you, you, you're not getting in the way. You, know, you were in the corner for a reason, but now you're making a lot. Like, you make a racket when you, when you walk. Oh. You're, like a, you're like a big uh, overweight man on the second floor. Who's yeah. just like going to the bathroom, like rushing the bathroom. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, well, what it feels like to be me also hurts. So 
uh, you know, like I can't really, my existence is just painful. Like. What are you a bust of, by the way? I, I never thought to ask. I thought it was just something they threw in the studio as decoration, but. Alexander the Eighth. Why the fuck would they? Ch- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why do we have a bust of Alexander the Eighth in this podcast studio? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, right. Are so? Are you Alexander the Eighth, or are you yeah, just a no, bust I, of Alexander the Eighth? Well, I mean, they also they sculpted his brain inside of me too. So <laughs> that's a lot of detail. Uh, yeah, I have a. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, so, you I have never, a lot of. <laughs> I never learned about Alexander the Seventh, and I feel bad about that. Well, yeah, that was um. My dad, um, oh. he, uh, <laughs> wait, was the, the, the action that wasn't actually your dad. I've got terrible news for you. You're sort of like, uh, like a messed up clone because you're not really, you're not really the son of Alexander the seventh, unless you're the son of Alexander the seventh statue. Oh. And you just have been like, is this some of Black Mirror shit where you have been given, you know, the- I just told you my whole existence is painful. Birds poop on me. People don't look at me. I've they been call me saying, hey, saying we got to get the birds out of this studio. Incomplete. He doesn't have arms, but that's the way I was. I'm not a bust. I'm a sculpture. This is what I looked like in real, look like in real life. I'm real. You're uh, you. You're you, but you're not Alexander VIII. You're you. You need to go find yourself, but you are not Alexander the Eighth. You I are a, moved a couple inches. I can't move. Just very fast. will you just? Will I you just, just turn myself around because I want to leave, but I can't go that far. Listen, I've got a couple of guys, like contractor guys, outside right now. Uh, they are used to this kind of work. Maybe I'll have them roll you out so you can later escape this studio and go find yourself yeah, who great. you really are. More birds outside. No, there. Are, I don't know why there's birds in here either, and I'm sorry, but they do poop over there a lot. We need a better exterminator. and we, we don't have the best studios. I'll be honest. This is a cheap show. Cheap, cheap show. <laughs> uh, uh, so Harry Yee put this uh, umbrella, started using umbrellas, and here's why. Uh, it's because at the time he was using sugarcane sticks to uh, swizzle up those cocktail drinks. And it was when everybody was smoking, too, so the era of like cool smoking. And people would chew on the sugarcane sticks and then put them in the ashtrays. And if he wanted to reuse them, he would have to wash out the cigarette ash before he's like, I need a different garnish, something that's more fun. So he started using the cocktail. Garnishes, garnishes here. Oh, I've got no. garnishes. Uh, garnish got barker too. Garnishes. I've got parsley. I've got herbs. <laughs> I've got little almond seeds. We spend the we have birds shitting on statues in our studios and two barkers for useless crap for food. We have the worst network, the worst network, budgetarily dumb. In fact, I wish there uh, were a couple. Do you need to work on your budget? No, I'm the smart guys. Investors can do help you with Just your budget. Transfer your currency. No, uh-huh. the, I, I don't even anything to what do. What money with is the, a concept anyway? Just get use out, get out, please. So here's what happened. All right, people are like, was there a reason for the cocktail umbrella besides the decoration? Science is wrong. There's no, there's just a decoration. And Harry Yee popularized it because he wanted to replace a sugar cane. And everybody wants to know, is there a reason? Is there a reason why? And it turns out, no. They were just fun, fun decorations. 
And there was some speculation that maybe Don the Beachcomber used it at his bar to appeal to women, to try to attract women into the bar, like, ooh, we get a cool little umbrella with our drink, or whatever, which nowadays sounds very, very sexist and uh, weird to me that, that the cocktail... Wow, what a great idea! Ha! I gotta use that on the ladies later! <laughs> oh, no. You know how ladies like cute little versions of regular things? The classic... <laughs> feminine trope yeah that'll, <laughs> that'll get him that'll get him hey uh, hey yeah I, I love things you take take a big thing and you just make it little i love that oh my ah, god see it's working in action hey you know y'all know about the the other classic feminine trope but you know what who are you love? by the way I, i'm the 1960s you know that the other classic <laughs> uh that feminine trope women love things that taste salty you know mm. you know what i'm talking about that 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 salty fl- you know yes. the other feminine trope the, the <laughs> one that gets all the women if if you if you want to get the ladies what that, you got to like do those are you, that's you, deer right you got to wear hats you got to wear hats with big brims on them that's the ladies love big brims oh, like hats. fascinators what oh like fascinators uh, like they wear at the Kentucky Derby those sorts of things yeah that's what i'm talking about mhm all right you got what? What other advice? You you got tiny umbrellas. We got hats. What? Uh, you got anything else for me, stud? Uh, no, actually, I don't have any <laughs> sexist suggestions for you. Uh, because I I mean I don't I think that women can be attracted to a business just based on the merits of the business, not because there's anything that women particularly love more than men. You, you know, I just I just don't think that way. So I feel like you're a little behind the times as far as uh how marketing works nowadays. Hmm. I'm just saying truths. You know how every woman loves. Uh, 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 yeah. I guess nothing's. Nothing's really. Oh, I see what you're doing. Women love. Women love a subordinate man. I see what you're doing. A dumb guy. Women love a a guy who can't think, uh, because they can make him better. Is that what you're saying? That women like taking on, like, are so nurturing. They like taking on a project like you. Women love pastel color palettes. No, That's okay, another so one. He did not understand it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that was super weird. Uh, that guy is not going to make it in the 21st century at all. Uh, so these tiny umbrellas are manufactured in China. They're paper, paperboard, and toothpicks. They have a little rubber ring that keeps them uh, opened up in your drink and the the manufacturers keep the cost down by uh sealing it together at the top if you ever get a cocktail umbrella this is a little trick a little a little secret with a chinese newspaper so if you see that white thing at the top that's tightly rolled on the inside it's actually a tightly rolled uh piece of chinese newspaper and you can unroll your cocktail straw and see that or cocktail umbrella parrot paper parasol and see that uh, newspaper and most cocktail umbrella drink straws now and they became so popular that these drinks are now called uh, umbrella drinks uh, the most common the blue hawaii the clippertini hawaiian margarita lava 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 pie mackinac martini mai tai and pina colada those are the drinks that get served with umbrellas so if you're not ordering those you probably won't get an umbrella but that's pretty those, much those are just the names that did work however we we went through a whole bunch of names that didn't work who are you no, I'm the I'm the I'm the name guy, the un unnamed guy. I have to tell you that okay. for legal reasons. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, yes, yes uh, I do. So, okay, yeah. you're the unnamed. Yeah, guy. they bring me they bring me in. Uh, they bring uh, uh, me and my whole company in to, for, to uh, we we come up with names that that you shouldn't use. 
Oh, for like just anything? For anything. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's yes, good. Yes, that's so actually yeah. good consulting. There was a guy here who was just wanted to make a bunch of sexist claims that could have used some help with this sort of thing. So like names and ideas he shouldn't use. What are some of those? Uh, for sexist things? Yeah. Well, just in general, what are some like names? Yeah. Uh, names you shouldn't use for just sexist things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the uh the the unvaginer. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The unvaginer. Yep. yep. Yeah. That sounds like a good name for like a a gay bar. That that might be good depending on your perspective. Crap. <laughs> you have to put that back in your name. <laughs> the unvagina seems like it'd be super awesome. See, that's, that's what I run into, this paradox. Every bad name I come up with, it becomes a good name for something else. Well, let's yeah, see. Yeah, I was also thinking earlier that the un, your name is the unnamed guy. So, like, that's your name. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like, you're. Like, that's yeah. a, like, yeah. So it's, it's a good name. It's a good name That's for a, a good guy. Name. Who, it's a good name for a guy who doesn't want to be named or doesn't want names to be offensive. Yeah, and in your deal that like you do the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pick names, but you're the unnamed person. You're not unnaming things. Yeah. You're just selecting a list of names. I just have to, to legally name. tell you that it's unnamed. Mm. Yeah, and I uh, my name is name guy. So I guess we're kind of. Opposed. You know what? Have you guys like? I'm I'm here to color the world with linguistic. You two two are looking at each other's eyes, and we're like we're we're pushing each other apart. Yet we we can't exist without one another. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what? Look, like I've not seen this kind of romantic attraction in front of me ever. I don't think. I feel like you guys should go have a date at the Unvagina. Can I say something crazy? (laughs) You can. Yeah. I kind of want to change, get all, get rid of all of my money, you know, turn it into something else. And I, I want to do that with someone. Maybe you could be that person for me. Well, if we did that, that would be unsmart. Huh. Wait. 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 Did somebody say change their money? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, you found your two guys. They're here. You guys, there's these two guys. They're the name, on name guy. We have the unsmart guys. Go, t- go take I their money. Can I just say that? whole exchange was so trippy like i did not see such mm. a love coming huh mm. it makes you think it does <laughs> you know in, what in the tiki room though there is there is only love so i i i would say that it's all there yeah if we all got in the tiki room uh-huh. The world would I think be everyone would realize that a like, better place. We're all connected through like our consciousness, and consciousness is love, and yeah. all matter in the universe is you just know tied what? into one. And and uh, this is not a lesson that I learned on on substances, but just through like practical discipline of of running. You know what love is? Mm-hmm. Love is the drink umbrella of life that we can all exist happily underneath it and it's fun to watch no matter what and that my friends is the history of the drink umbrella the cocktail umbrella the paper parasol thank you so much for joining me on distraction uh this episode uh our performers tonight were matt kirkoff 
Hello. And Connor O'Leary. And I'm your host, Will. Check these two dudes out at patreon.com slash redcurvedcomedy in a bunch of different shows. We need your support right now. We're slowly growing, but we need more people to join us at patreon.com slash redcurvedcomedy to help us save our theater space uh, so we can reopen when the pandemic is over. And uh, Matt has a show called Why This Is Funny. And uh, Connor's been playing on a lot of different shows. Finch's Funny Phone Calls, a distraction. So uh, check them out there. Again, patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy. Tons of great improv shows. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Distraction. 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 Red Curve. Red Curve Comedy Network.